Welcome to Genesis Life Center. Our vision statement is every destiny has a beginning. We are a ministry called to encourage and inspire the body of Christ to use their gifts and talents to do work of the ministry wherever they are called to. Our mission is to provide individuals with the tools to become agents of change and messengers of God. Our motto is you are not an accident waiting to happen, but a destiny being fulfilled. Our pastors are Ben and Dee Adekubi. We are here in person and online. Just look up Genesis Life Center and join in every Sunday at 11 a.m. Mountain Time. We need you, Father. We need you. We need your presence in our lives. We need your Holy Spirit. You are our God. There's no other God but you. You are our God. There's no other God but you. We need you. We need you, O oh God. 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 I need you, O oh God. I need you, O oh God. My family needs you, O oh God. I need you, O oh God. My church needs you, O oh God. My people need you, O oh God. Our city needs you, O oh God. Our nation needs you, O oh God. We're lost without you, O oh God. We have no direction without you. We have no hope without you. We have no future without you. Father, we are lost without you. Lord God, we need you, oh God. 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 We surrender all, Lord God, and we declare our need for you. We declare our need for you, oh God. We need you, oh God. We need you like the very air that we need to breathe. We need you because you are the solution provider. We need you because you are the way maker. We need you because you are our creator. We need you because you know the end from the beginning. We need you, oh God, Daddy, we need you, Daddy, we need you, Daddy, we need you. We need you, oh God. We are lost without you. We have no hope without you. We have no future without you. We need you, Jehovah. We need you, Jehovah. We need you, Jehovah. Elohim, we need you. Almighty God, we need you. Everlasting Father, we need you. Glorious God, we need you. We need you. Hallelujah. We need you. Hallelujah. I need you. Daddy, I need you. My children need you. Lord, they may not think they need you, but they need you. Our nation may not think it needs you, but it needs you. Lord, we have truckers at on, in the parliament in Ottawa. They need you. The government needs you. Nobody knows what to do with this COVID. We need you. We need you, oh God. You are the answer. You are the answer for the world. You are the answer for the government. You are the answer for COVID, for Omicron, and all of these viruses. You are the answer. You are the solution provider. You are the great healer. You are the, you are the deliverer. You are the only one that can restore our nation, restore our people, restore our economy. You are the only one. There's nobody else. 
Father God, there's nobody greater than you. We look to you. We look unto you, O oh God, the Alpha and the Omega. We look unto you, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. We look unto you, O oh God, for where does our help comes from? Only from you. We're lost without you. We're desperate for you, O oh God. We are desperate for you, O oh God. Oh God, we need you. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. Amen and amen. Come on, give the Lord a clap offering this morning. And why don't you turn around and just welcome somebody. Welcome the person beside you. Welcome the person beside you. Look around and just welcome those who are behind you. Let them, you know, make eye contact with somebody. Say welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome them, welcome them. Let people know God bless them. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God is good. Amen. God is good. Come on. God is good. And all the time, all the time our God is a good God. Praise. I'm so glad to see so many of you here. I'm glad to see those who are just connecting with us online. God bless you. Thank you so much for being here. This is the last Sunday of the month of January. You know, I thought yesterday I realized that January is over. I thought we just started the new year. And then you look and you're like, January is over. We're in February already. Ten months to go to the end of the year. Can you imagine 10 months to go before the end of the year? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God is good. And all the time, God is good. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to go straight into the word of God this morning. We want to finish service a little bit early because I am so biased. I am very biased, you know, just a little bit. You know, there is an important game happening at 1 o'clock. <laughs> And you know, God loves soccer. How I many of you know God loves soccer? Yes, you know, God loves soccer more than hockey and football. <laughs> no, that's just my opinion. Don't take it for don't take it as gospel. Praise the Lord. Let's go into the word of God this morning. God has a word for us, and I want us to bring the word of God to us. But um, before I do that, um, Sister BC at the back behind you, there's some brochures at the back behind you there. I want you to please give them out for me. Mrs. Jaguna, the only wife of Boston Jaguna. Yeah. <laughs> there's some brochures at the back there about Ruth's house that I would love you to please share and give out to people for me. Thank Thank you very much praise the lord there's a few there just make sure you know thank you jesus when you have a few more left just give it to you know the, um, those that need it i really just want to you know share with you before we go into the word you know um something that um is taking place in our city that is going to you know um impact each and every one of us in genesis life center and um and our community as a whole and it's called ruth's house ruth's house um, it's a house. It's not my daughter Ruth's house. It's, you know, please don't. Uh, Ruth's house. And if you have the brochure in front of you, I just really want to introduce you to Ruth's house as a family before it is in introduced to the world at the end of February. Um, Ruth's house is an initiative that we started a couple of years ago that addresses domestic violence in our city, in our community. Um, primarily for, for, for us, it's 
in the African and the faith communities. Uh, in the African and faith communities, uh, not because there's no domestic violence in any other communities, but because that's really where, you know, where God has been pushing me to uh, and, and directing us to. So over the last couple of years, praise the Lord, over the last couple of years, um, we've been working with families in and around Calgary within the, you know, within the African communities, as well as in the church to really, you know, help them, help them deal with domestic violence and what is happening in the homes. You know, whatever happens in the homes happen, you know, affects the communities. And whatever affects the communities affects the province. And whatever affects the province ultimately affects our nation. So, you know, anything that happens in our nation starts from the home. And so over the last two years, um, we have been working with families um, who have been experiencing domestic violence and really offering them services, offering them support, offering them a safe shelter, um, offering them whatever they need to overcome and, you know, and ultimately try and keep families together. And so December um, last year, we, you know, we, you know, we finally took the step, a bold step in, um, in registering Ruth's house. So going from a voluntary organization and sponsored by a few individuals, we took a bold step in launching it and registering it as a non-for-profit and, um, and, and rebranding it from I Choose Me Over Abuse to Ruth's house. So Ruth's house, as the name is, was taken from the book of Ruth, you know, not from, because I have a daughter named Ruth. You know, my kids are like, we have Deborah's company, now we have Ruth's house, Abba, Abigail something. I'm like, there's no Abigail something. Maybe, you know, BC something or Patricia something or, you know. So <laughs> but, you know, God didn't put an Abigail on our spirit. And so Ruth's house is about a new beginning. It's about God offering families a new beginning in his presence. God taking us from a place of loss, a place of abuse and, you know, and giving us a new beginning, a new start, offering us restoration, healing and hope. So Ruth's house is a safe haven for everyone. It's a safe haven for everyone who is experiencing domestic violence in the African and faith communities and the vision of Ruth's house is to break the cycle of abuse within the church you know don't forget that people that come to church are human beings normal people and so a lot of people come to church and they put the makeup on, they put the shirt on, they put on, they look good. But behind, behind those smiles, behind the praise the Lord, there is abuse going on. And the church is you know, having a difficult time knowing how to address it and how to help families. So this is where Ruth's house comes in, working with the churches and helping them to, um, you know, to, to help their congregation as well as helping the, uh, you know, the African communities as well to provide support for the whole family. We believe that everybody is a victim, whether you are the, you know, the, whether you are the victim, the, the children, the, you know, the parents, the aunties and uncles, or the perpetrator, everybody is a victim. And the reason why everybody is a victim and everybody needs help is simply this. Let me tell you this. When you ask a child, what do you want to become when they grow up? No child says, I want to be an abuser. 
No child says, I want to be, you know, I want to be, you know, I want to be violent. Every child also either wants to be some kind of a superhero, a lawyer, a doctor, or, you know, or a pilot or something. But then what happens is from that dream that a child has until they get into a relationship, something is broken. Something happens, whether the child is, you know, is abused or whether the child is exposed to abuse. And then, you know, they now become to see it as a way of life, a way out and become abusers themselves. You know, so we, our job is to help the whole family, the perpetrator to understand what is broken and how to restore them back and also help the victims and the family that are involved, that are involved, the elders, the uncles and everybody. So we want you to come on board with us. We want you to know what is happening. We want you to share, you know, the resources with your, you know, with people in your circle. Ruth, Ruth's house offers counseling and therapy, safe houses, outreach and education for our community, for our people. Whether you're Nigerian, Tanzanian, Cameroon, Ghana, South Africa, Burundi, every, you know, every African country that is in Calgary here, we're here to support them and we're working with the CPS we're working in partnership with so many agencies in this city to be able to offer the support that is needed to our community you know so you know where do you come in we want you to let you know share this information with your you know Facebook group your whatsapp groups let people know that there is service that there is a service for families you may be thinking I don't know anybody that is being abused trust me you know but they're just not talking they're just not talking. It's a, you know, it's, it, there is this thing about shame and protecting the family name, you know, and not putting our business out there. So, you know, but, you know, but by the fact that you're sharing it on your status, you're sharing it with all of the groups that you know, somebody will get the help that they need without you even being aware that they needed help. Amen. So please, we want you to come alongside of us. The official launch of the organization is February 26th um, in, in the city. And we are going to be, we are, we're excited to have so many agencies that are going to be there supporting and working alongside of us. You know, this is a need that I'm very proud to um, get involved in, to bring, to bring to our city. And I hope that as many of you that are here can come alongside me and come alongside of us. Amen? 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 Come on, talk to me. Amen? Amen. You, know, we, we, you know, we're all human beings. Things happen in families. We can, we can help. You know, there is help for our people without you even knowing. So all we're asking for you to do is just, you know, share, let, you know, post this on all the, your groups. Let people know that there is support. And you, you may be thinking, I don't know anybody that is being abused. You don't need to know anyone that's being abused before you can offer the support. Amen. So that's that's about Ruth Salsa. Please take the brochure and um, keep it and um, help us to pass it along. Hallelujah. Let's go into the word of God. Let's bow our heads as we pray. I want you to pray right now and just ask God to speak to you. Ask the Lord to speak to you. Ask the Lord to speak to you right now. Let's just pray for the word of God. Let's pray that God will give us a word. Pray that you will not leave here without a word, without a direction. Pray that you will leave here with the word, that God will speak to you, that God will minister to you. Hallelujah. God, we need a word from you today. We need to hear from you. 
Speak to us, O oh God, for your servants are listening. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. How many of you remember the theme for this year? Come on, talk to me. The theme for this year. Come on, church. The year of what? My year of endless possibilities. I don't know about you. My year of endless possibility. Does anybody know what the word, you know, that statement means? Do you know what it means, endless possibility? Talk to me. Who knows what endless, before you can embrace something, you have to have an understanding of what it means, right? Pastor Ben, what does endless possibility mean? Unlimited possibilities. Thank you so much. Sister Pat, what does endless possibility mean? To do, I love that. Great things. Ability and power to do great things. My darling over there, what does endless possibility mean? There is room for abundance. Room for exceedingly abundantly. <laughs> okay, my darling at the front in the red and gray. What are endless possibilities, Madame Excellence? Endless possibility. What does endless possibility mean? Uh, a blank check. Yes, for the year. Anything can happen. Amen. Endless possibility. You know, when God spoke to me and told me about endless possibility, he said, he told me in December, he said, D, what do you see? As far as your eyes can see, it is possible. It is possible. Whatever you can imagine, it is possible. There is no cap. There is no limitation. There is no, you know, there is no like you can only achieve up to this level. There is no, you know, there is no mark. It's an open check. It's an, you know, it's, a, it's, an, it's an open door for anything and everything to happen. Endless means no limits. Yeah? Anything can happen. Everything can happen. Amen. <clears throat> Please forgive me. My voice is a little bit tired from the weekend. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. Anything can happen. Let's turn our Bible to our key scripture for this year. Mark chapter 9. Mark chapter 9. And I want somebody to read verse 23 for me. Mark chapter 9. Please rise up on your feet with a loud voice. Please read verse 23. Mark chapter 9. I don't want to have to ask you to read. Mark chapter 9, verse 23. Okay, let's all go together. One, two, go. Jesus is saying that, don't put a limitation on me. What do you mean if I can? What do you mean if I want to? If you believe, man of God, if you believe, guess what is possible? Everything, all things, anything. Whatever you set your mind to, if you believe it, God says it is possible. It is what? It is possible. You know, I was saying yesterday at the retreat, I said the only limitation is yourself, is what you place on yourself. God has not placed a limitation on us. The only limitation, the only you know, restriction is the one that we place on ourselves. Well, I can only do, I can only run so far. 
You know, I watched a movie. One of my favorite movies is called Facing the Giant. And in Facing the Giant, is, you know, it's about, you know, it's a movie from the Kendrick Brothers, uh, a faith movie. And in this movie, you know, the, the, the coach had been struggling with this team for years. They were just losing and losing and losing the football game. He couldn't get them to win. And then, they were, you know, one time they came to a drill. They came to practice. And the coach took the strongest person on the team, the one that had the, that had the most influence on the team, the one that could make or break the team by what he said and what he does. So the coach took this strong boy. He blindfolded. He asked the boy, how far do you think you can, you know, you can go? And the boy said, well, I can get that. I can, you know, do a particular distance. And then the coach said to him, well, how far can you go with somebody on your back? And then he gave that. He said he can go a certain distance. And then the coach says, how far can you go blindfolded with somebody on your back? And he was like, um, I'm not sure. You know, he was thinking about it. He was like, I'm not sure, blah, blah, blah. So the coach says, the I want you to just give me your very best. I want you to, you know, get on the floor. I don't know what, I forgot what that thing is called, where they have to crawl. You know, with this boy on your back, blindfolded, and just give me your very best. And when you think you have, you know, you've given me your best, you can stop. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, this boy carried this other, you know, uh, teammate on his back, blindfolded, and he began to crawl, you know, and began to go. And then he, you know, as he was going, you know, he was doing okay. But then he got to a point that he thought he couldn't go any further. And the coach said, you can do it. Just keep going. There's more in you. There's more in you. There's more in you. This boy kept going. He kept going. He got tired. He kept, but he kept going. The coach said, "Don't stop. Don't stop. Just keep going. Don't think about you know how you know. Am I there yet? Am I there yet? Am I there yet?" The coach said, "Just keep going. Don't think about the end." Now, I just want you to keep going until you think you cannot go anymore. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, can you imagine what happened? This boy who thought he could only go, uh, you know, maybe one third of the journey with somebody on his back, blindfolded, he got to the end of the end of the field. He got to the very end of the field and when he opened his eyes, he saw that he had, he had traveled with somebody on his back, blindfolded, from one end of a football field to the other end. He didn't realize that he had it in him. All his other teammates were surprised. The coach said, to, you know what the coach said to him? You have it in you. You're just not using it. You put a limitation on yourself that God hasn't put on you. You think, well, I can only do this. I can only, you know, do this. Whereas you have not given yourself the opportunity to push yourself. Or to have somebody come alongside of you. A coach that will push you and push you and push you until you get to the end zone without even realizing that you got to the end zone. 
Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, this is the year of endless possibility. Everything is possible for him who believes. All you have to believe, all you have to do is have faith in God. Have faith in God and trust that the God who has called you has given you the necessary tools, has given you the necessary equipment, all that you need to get to the end zone. Am I talking to somebody today? Everything is possible to him who believes. This boy did not believe it was possible. But when he listened to his coach, he listened to the voice of the coach guiding him all the, every step of the way. And guess what? He was able to accomplish more than he thought he could accomplish in himself. God has faith in us. God has faith in each and every one of us. He has put something on the inside of you to get you from where you are to the end zone of your life, wherever it is that God is taking you. But do you have faith in yourself to move? Am I talking to anybody today? Do you have faith in yourself to even begin to take that step and say, I'm going to try Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, God said to me that as far as your eyes can see, as far as you can imagine, as far as you can dream, as far as you can believe for, everything is what? Come on, everything is what? How many people have gotten a job that they have never applied for? Or been elevated to a position that they never even thought possible? Everything is possible. The only person that puts a limitation on, on the possibility is you. You stop yourself applying for a position because you think, I don't have that qualification. I don't have the degree. I don't have the pedigree. I don't have the look. I don't have the style. And you cap yourself where God is trying to break through. Somebody say, everything is possible. Everything is possible. My mantra in life is everything is possible to him who believes. If you believe that you can climb Mount Everest, it is possible because people are climbing it. Now, I'm not saying just go tomorrow and say I'm going to go climb Everest. There are processes in place. There are trainings in place. But if you believe that that is what you want to do, that is what you're called to do, guess what? It is achievable. I'm sure Obama did, you know, Obama's family didn't believe that he would become president. I'm sure the black community thing never thought that they would ever have a black president. I remember at the ordination of Obama, Oprah Winfrey said, I never thought in my lifetime I would see a black person in, in office. Everything is what? Even if something has never been done before, God can use you to break through and be the first. It takes belief. It takes faith. It takes faith, stepping out in faith and just starting. Not only does it take faith, it takes you having the right support system, having the right 
coach who believes in you and will push you just like he was doing with that boy in the movie that you know um the um what is the movie called again facing the giant the coach was like keep going keep going keep going keep going don't give up you don't stop it's in you the coach is like the voice of the holy spirit whispering to you every step of the way don't stop don't quit don't give up don't look back just keep going take your eyes even off the end zone just keep going Take your eyes off the limitation, off the cap, off where you're trying to go and just keep going. Sometimes God doesn't want us to have an end zone. He just wants us to give our very best. Because the end zone may not even be where God is taking you. It may be beyond that. Am I speaking to anybody today? Church, we have, we have an opportunity for God to do anything and everything through us. There's a woman at the age of 54 having her very first child after menopause. When people are saying the medical, you know, the medical system is saying it is impossible. God is saying I am the God of the impossible. And way past menopause, uh, this woman is having a child. Come on, somebody say everything is possible. We limit ourselves by our age. We limit ourselves by our experiences in life. We limit ourselves by our resources. We limit ourselves and we put a cap on our lives where God has not put a cap in. Am I talking to somebody today? Everything is possible. Somebody say everything is possible. I, believe, I used to, I used to you know, sit on a board for an organization in this city called Third Action Film Festival. Third Action Film Festival, I was sharing this yesterday, is an organization that works with people in their 70s who are just starting life all over again. And if you see some of the remarkable things that people are achieving in their 70s. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm not even up to that. I'm not even in my 50s yet. And I've already put a cap on my life that I can't go, I can't do certain things after 50 or after 60. Whereas this organization and the members of these organizations and the people that we're showcasing, we're, we're doing the impossible when, they, when people had told them that it was time for them to sit down. They didn't allow system to tell them that you are past it. They started life all over again. There was one lady, in a, she was 75 or something, I can't remember. She swam the Atlantic Ocean. And I'm like, are you in her 70s? In her 70s. She began training after she retired. Everything is possible. Things that young people are doing in their 20s and 30s. I have the privilege of hearing stories of people achieving and starting in their 70s and in their 80s. People whose bodies they didn't allow to sit down and decay. They used it. They used their minds to create, to invent. Everything is possible for him who what? 
Come on, talk to me. For him who what? For him who believes. No matter your age, no matter where you're from, no matter what you have gone through in life, God says, this can be your year of endless possibilities. As far as your eyes can see, I can make it happen for you. And so we did an, we did an exercise yesterday, or Friday, I can't remember it is. We got everyone to close their eyes and just a dream. Just a dream. What is it that you, you, you can see with your eyes, with your spirit eyes? Forgetting the, forgetting the things in the natural. What can you see? And the visioneers began to dream. They began to see things. They gave, them, they gave themselves the freedom to imagine, to dream, to dream. They closed their eyes from the things of the natural and they opened up their eyes in the spirit and they began to see. They began to see. Everything is possible for him who believes. Do you have the eyes to see and believe for what you want? Do you have the eyes? You can't even believe if you can't see it. How can you have faith when you don't even see it possible or see it happening? You've got to see it first. Ask your neighbor, what do you see? No, ask somebody to look around and ask across somebody and say, what do you see? Hmm. What do you see? Hmm. As far as your eyes can see. As far as your eyes can see. It can be done unto you. You can receive it. You can accomplish it. With the help of the Holy Spirit. With the help of who? Hmm. Turn with me to Genesis chapter 13, verse 14. Genesis chapter 13, verse 14. And let's read Genesis chapter 13, verse 14 together. The Lord said to Abram, after Lot had departed from him, woman of God, man of God, lift up your eyes from where you are. And look to the north, look to the south, look to the east, look to the west. Verse 15. All, that the la all the land that you do what? Talk to me. All that you do what? That you see. I will do what? I will give to you and your offspring. Go to the previous verse. The Lord says to tell you, church... That in 2022, lift up your eyes, look around you, look beyond where you're at. Look beyond where you are at in your career, in your relationship. Look beyond where you are at in your business. Look beyond where you are at financially. It says, look to the north, look to the south, look to the east, look to the west. Another word, look 
all around there is no barricade there is no restriction lift up your eyes from where you are right now lift up your eyes from the limitation lift up your eyes from what the doctors have told you lift up your eyes from what the bank have said to you and look up then it says in the next verse all the land that you see whatever you see i will give to you and whatever i give to you woman of god guess what it's gonna it's gonna create generational wealth whatever i give to you whatever i do for you is going to outlive you it's going to surpass you so that means can you imagine that that means that god is not thinking small That means God is not thinking small. God is not limiting. He's not limiting himself in terms of how he wants to bless you. Am I making sense to somebody? All the land that you see, I will give to you. Not just to you, but your offspring. For how long? Forever. But it starts with one man having what? A vision. It starts with one man taking, you know, go back to verse 14. One man having the ability to look up, to see, to see beyond their problems, to see beyond their situation, to see beyond the lockdown, beyond the restrictions, to see beyond where they're at right now. I want to ask you, do you even have eyes to see? Are you able to see anything? Because guess what? Many of us are so clouded by our problems. We're so blinded by what is happening around us. That to even, we, we can, our glasses are so fogged up. You know, you, we can't even see anything beyond. Have you ever been in a bad snow weather? And you can't see beyond the car in front of you. I have to pray. God, please just get me to where I'm going. The snow is heavy. It's foggy. You have to have your full beam, your headlights on. And you're praying just so that nobody hits you from behind. And you get to where you're going safely. Do you know that in the realms of the spirit, that's how some of us are. We can only see what is in front of us. Because of the conditions of the environment. Because of the conditions that we were brought up in. We've been told never to believe for too much. Don't get your hopes up. You know, don't, don't, think, too, don't, think, don't think too big. You know you're not good at school. So don't, be, don't think you can become a professor. You know you're not good at computers, so don't think you can work with computers. People limit you based on what they see of you. Have you ever been told you, can't, you should not think about doing something because of what people see about you? They tell you, but you know you have this disease in your family. So don't, don't, think, don't think this, don't do this, be, you know, be careful. They limit you the same way that Lot limited Abram. 
And so when you get rid of those people in your life, when you get rid of all of the negative voices in your life, when you get rid of all of the restrictions in your life, and you say, thank you, I, I appreciate what you're saying. Okay. But in your mind, you're like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not even listening to you. When you get rid of all of those distractions, God is not able to say to you, okay, are you ready to listen to me now, woman of God? Now lift up your eyes. Let me show you where I'm taking you. Let me show you the endless possibilities that can come out of you. Let me show you the plans that I have for you. Lift up your eyes. Lift up. Forget about what you see. Forget about what's not working. Forget about how much you're, you have in your bank account. You're, you're in overdraft. And God is saying you're going to be a lender to many nations. You're never going to borrow. And you're like, okay, my credit is so bad. Who's going to want to do business with me and give me money that I would now become a lender? We have all of these limitations. It was a man that, in, that started the credit score that says, you know what? I have this idea. Let's not give loans to anybody that has a, low, a, a score below this amount. And that now became a, a set rule. Everything starts from one person's imagination. Everything in life starts from one person's vision, whether it's good or bad. And then society follows along. The Lord said to Abraham, after Lot had parted from him, when Abraham and Lot, you know, okay, you know what? Let's just go our separate ways. You and I cannot do business together. You and I cannot do ministry together. You and I are not in the same boat. We're not going in the same direction. You go your way, I go my way. There's no offense. I'm not mad. I'm not angry. I love you. But for where I'm going, you can, I can't be carrying you along with me. Sometimes we just have to cut off certain people in our lives for where God is taking us. Sometimes you have to look, I'm like, I love you, but I'm going to have to leave you for where God is taking me. Sometimes you're going to have to say, you know what, to that bank manager, yeah, I'm taking my money elsewhere. You have no faith in me. Sometimes you're going to have to turn to your teacher and say, you don't believe in me, but I know what God has called me to do. I know what I can do. Yeah, I'm going to find another teacher. I'm going to find somebody else to work with me. After Lot and Abraham parted ways, after Lot, Abraham, uh, you know, removed the distraction of Lot, removed the noises in his head, removed the environment that he was in, that was holding him back, setting him back, got away from the people that were not going in the same direction as him. God now said, Abraham, woman of God, it's time for endless possibilities. Woman of God, it's time for me to show you the plans that I have for you this year. Woman of God, man of God, it's time for you to dream again. Too many people have put you down and said nothing good will ever come out of you. People have given up on your family, given up on your children. Social services have given up. The teachers have given up. 
Your professor has given up on you finishing that course. Your boss doesn't think you will ever get the promotion. So many people have given up. When you come into your own and you said, God, there's something on the inside of me. I know you have a plan for me. I know that the thoughts that you're thinking towards me are of good and not of evil. To give me a hope and a future. I know that you have a future for my children. Regardless of what I am being told right now about them. I know regardless of what is happening in this situation. is happening in my family. This is what your word says. This is what you have said. So when you make up your mind to cut out the lots in your life, when you make up your mind to get rid of the lot, the baggages that you're carrying because you owe them, they helped you when you were younger. They helped you come into the country. They helped you get the job. They helped you when you had no, when you, when your marriage ended because you thought you owed people. You now carry them as baggages. When you get rid of all those baggages, yes, you helped me. If you didn't help me, God would have sent somebody else. Don't think I owe you for the rest of my life. If it wasn't them, there are many people that God would have sent to help you. So you don't owe anybody you know, your, your entire life. When you get rid of the lot... The people that are holding you back. God can now say to you, hey, sweetheart, it's time to dream. It's time to think. It's time to step out of, step out of the boat. And let me show you the plans that I have for you. Let me bring into reality the thoughts that I'm thinking towards you that are of good and not of evil to give you a hope and to give you a future. I have a future for you. And that future is going to leave a legacy for generations to come. What I, the plans I have for you, it's going to blow your mind. It's going to open doors for you. It's going to take you to places that you thought you could never ever get to. One of my Debras been in the country for only three years. No, five years. Places that she thought she could never get to. She's sitting at the, at the table because she had the audacity to dream. She had the audacity to have a vision. And guess what? She didn't have to change who she was. She didn't have to do anything. When she began to dream, when she began to see, God now raised up the Gamalias of the world to speak up for her. To speak for her. Places where she never applied for began to call her. Jobs that were out of reach. That were out beyond her began to be attracted to her all because she had the audacity to lift up her eyes and see 
and trust God, believe God for endless possibilities. Now she sits at the table where decisions are being made. In under five years of being in the country, not having the, the qualification that is required to sit at that table. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, Mark chapter 9 verse 23 says what? Everything is possible for those who believe. You've got to kick your faith into action. You've got to be rigid with your faith. You've got to believe in the God of the impossible. That if he has said it, he is able to do it. The Bible says that the word of God goes forth and accomplish what it has been sent to accomplish. It will never return what? Void, empty, unaccomplished. What is it that you're believing God for? And you're afraid to dream. You're afraid to have a vision. God said to Abraham in that Genesis, says, lift up your eyes. Come on. Stop putting your head down and say, eh, if, if they see me look up, they're going to push me down and say, who are you? Who do you think you are? You want to come and run for office? You want to start a ministry? You want to start a business? You want to run for president? Who do you think you are? But God says to me, this is my year of endless possibilities. And as far as my eyes can see, I can accomplish it. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, go back to that Genesis for me, 13. Verse 14. The Lord said to Abraham, after Lot had parted from him, the Lord is speaking to somebody here today. When you get rid of the Lot, the baggage in your life, I'm going to get you, to, I'm going to open up your eyes to see the possibility. When you get rid of the fear and the self-doubt, when you get rid of the, you know, the insecurity, we all have it. Ah, I can't speak very well. Ah, you know, that person has more followers than me. You know, that person just has to do something once and it, and it works. Me, I have to, you know, it never ever works. When you get rid of all those excuses, all those baggages, God is asking me, is having me tell somebody today, lift up your eyes. Lift up your eyes, woman of God. Lift up your eyes. Lift them up from where you are. Lift them up from the pain. Lift up your eyes from that place of doubt. Lift up your eyes from that place of insecurity, from that place of fear. Lift your eyes up. Stop keeping your head down. Lift up your eyes from where you are right now and look to the north 
Look to the south. Look to the east. Look to the west. Look all around you. Guess what in verse 15? When you look up, all that you see, you have to see it. Nobody else can see it for you. All that you see, not what your spouse sees, not what your, husband, your, your pastor sees, all that you see, not what the medical team sees, not what the lawyer sees, not what your parents see, all that you see, guess what? I will give it to you. And from your place of seeing, from your place of faith, I'm going to use you to build a legacy. From the place that you see, from what you see, from what you can imagine. Futures are going to come out of it. And it says in verse 16, verse 16, I will make your offspring like the dust of the earth, so that if anyone could count the dust, then your offspring can be counted. Do you see endless possibilities there? Do you see the God of endless possibilities? It says if you can look up and if you can see, if you can dream, if you can imagine, I'm going to give it to you. And what I give to you, my God, is going to be beyond what you think, what you imagine, what you ever thought possible. You're believing for 100? I'm, giving, I'm thinking of giving you thousands and millions. You're believing for a small favor? I'm thinking of opening up the windows of heaven and pouring out over you. So that if you could count the dust, if you could count the blessings, if you can count the outcome, <laughs> which is not even possible. Woman of God, what do you see? What do you see? What do you see about your future? What do you see about your children, about your career, your business? Forget about what you've been told. I want you to open your eyes and I want you to see. And have faith in me. God, I see it. I see it. I see it. I see it. Elisha's servant. They, you know, Elisha and his servant were in a home, in his home, and they were surrounded by chariots and armies. They were being invaded. An army came against two, two people. Came against two people. And Elisha's servant began to panic. He began to panic. And then guess what Elisha said? 
Guess what Elijah said? Elijah said to God, he prayed and said, God, open up his eyes that he may see that those who are with us are more than those who are against us. Amen? Open up his eyes. Open up the eyes so that he may see that those who are with us are more than those against us. If you can only see that God is with you. If you, only, if you can only see that he that is with you is more than he that is in the world. If you can only see it, church, God will do the impossible. God will open you up to endless possibilities. He will do greater works greater than you you've, you can imagine god is not the god of small things god is a god of signs and wonders god is the god that it, with, with unlimited powers unlimited abilities he's the same god that provided manna in the wilderness he's the same god that parted the red sea he's the same god that saved our entire nation from annihilation. And it's the same God that you and I serve. Church, what do you see? What do you see? What do you see? What do you see? I'm asking you a question. What do you see? Selah. Think about it. Meditate on it. Go with me to 2 Kings chapter 6. We're going to close with this. 2 Kings chapter 6 verse 17. What do you see about your tomorrow? What do you see about your future? What do you see about your ministry, your business? What do you see about your career? If you don't see it, you'll never do anything. If you don't, if you don't think it's possible, you will never apply. If you don't believe it, you will never take that chance. People that don't take actions is because they don't believe. They think, oh, it can't happen. It won't happen. So I'm not even going to bother try. Second Kings chapter 6 verse 17 says, And Elisha prayed. Go to verse 16 for me first. Go to um, the previous verse. When the servants of the man of God got up and went out early the next morning, an army with horses and chariots had surrounded the city. Oh my Lord, what shall we do? We're being surrounded. We're going to die. Oh my God, well, there's just two of us and an army. An army is hundreds of people, right? An army of horses and chariots had surrounded the city. 
The servant said to Elisha, what shall we do? Verse 16. And Elisha, being a man of God, knowing the God that he, that he served, knowing the God that, that he believed in, it says, so what? Don't be afraid. So they think I can't buy that car? They think that, you know, they, they think that job is beyond me. They think I can't afford that house. They think I can't do this. They think I can't, you know, I can't have that promotion. Don't be afraid. The prophet answered, guess what? Those who are with me are more than those who are against me. Are more than those who are with them. Those who are with me, the God that I serve, is more, is greater, is better, is far powerful more powerful than the bank or the doctor or the or the immigration who or whoever's making a decision on my behalf don't be afraid that's just your opinion that's your opinion you think i don't qualify that's your opinion you think i'm too young that's your opinion but the god that i serve those who are with me are more than those who are with them. Verse 17 now says, Elijah now says in verse 17, Elijah and I prayed and said, Lord, God open up his eyes that he may do what? That he may do what? Open up my husband's eyes. Let him see. Open up my children's eyes. Open up my eyes. That I may see. Because if I see it, then it is possible. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the servant and he looked and he saw the hills full of what? Full of horses and chariots of fire all around who? Do you know that you have horses and chariots of fire all around you? You are surrounded by the glory of God. You are surrounded by the presence and the power of God. But God needs you to see it. If God can just open your eyes, if you can open your eyes, you will see, man of God, that those who are with you are more than those who are with them. You are surrounded by horses and chariots of fire. To make the impossible possible. Am I speaking to anybody today? You are surrounded. You are surrounded. You are surrounded by the presence of God. You serve the God that says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. You serve the God that goes before you. That allows this cloud to go before you. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, you are not alone. You think you're alone? You're not alone. The King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the Ancient of Days, the Ebenezer, the Yeshua, the, might, the one who is mighty in battle. Guess what? He's with you. He's where? He's with you. He's with who? Come on, he's with who? 
He's with you. So, are you able to open, lift up your eyes and see and dream? Are you able to rise up in faith and believe God for the impossible? Let's rise on our feet. 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 The prayer you're going to pray, God, open my eyes that I may see. Open my eyes that I may see. From today, open my eyes that I may see. Come on, let's begin to pray. Wherever you are, I want you to pray that prayer. Whatever you've been told, whatever you've been, you've been going through, whatever fear has besieged you, whatever doubt has, been, has besieged you, I want you to, whatever you be, that has been spoken over you, pronounced over you, pronounced over your family, I want you to come against it and I want you to say, God, open my eyes that I may see. Open my eyes that I may see. Come on, be, oh, pray. pray that prayer. Open my eyes that I may see, Lord. Lord God Almighty, help me to see. Lord, Lord God Almighty, help me to see. Help me to see. Help me to see with the eyes of the Spirit, oh God. Help me to see, oh God, beyond what I see in the natural. Beyond what I am going through right now. Open my eyes like you did, oh God, for Abraham. And Abraham was able to look to the north, the south, the east, and the west. And Abraham was able to see. Lord, open my eyes to see. Open my eyes to see the endless possibilities that you have for me this year that that you have for my business that you have for my career open my eyes to see oh open my eyes to see the cloud that the chariots and the horses of fire that are surrounding me that are working for me open my eyes to see oh god open my eyes to see oh god open my eyes to see oh god help me to see help me to see with the eyes of faith Help me to see with the eyes of faith. Help me to see with the eyes of faith, oh God. Help me to see with the eyes of faith. Lord God, Elijah, Elisha prayed and he said, Open his eyes that he may see. Father, I pray for every member of the church. I pray for everyone watching me here. I pray for everyone who are, who are online, whose eyes have been deemed whose eyes have been, have, you know, have, have, you know, have scales in them. Father God, remove the scales in their eyes and open their eyes to see that those who are with them are more than those who are, who are against them. Father God, open the eyes of your children to see you at work. Open their eyes to see what you are doing. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. I want to see you. Lord, open my eyes, oh God. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you.
I want to see. Daddy, you said that this is our year of endless possibilities. As far as our eyes can see, by faith we will receive. Father, help our unbelief. Lord God, we believe, but there are certain aspects of our lives that we have doubts because of what has been pronounced over us, because of what somebody in authority has said. Father God, I pray that, Lord God, today that you will remove all those voices, that you will we renounce, first of all, all that has been spoken against us that contradicts your word, that contradicts where you're taking us, what you're doing in our lives. And Father, I'm asking, oh God, today that every areas of unbelief that you will help us to turn them into faith. Where we are doubting, Father God, strengthen us in faith. Where we are doubting because of fear, because of insecurity, because of past experiences, Father, I'm asking that you help us to build faith in those areas. Father God, your word says, as far as our eyes can see, wherever we look to, there is endless possibilities there. Father God, help us to believe. Even though right now, the flesh is saying it's never going to happen. Even though right now, society is saying it's not going to happen. Even though right now, the economy is saying something else. People around me, out of concern for me, are saying something that contradicts. But God, I know what you said. I know in whom I have believed. So I'm asking for me and my family and for every single person listening to me right now. Help us to stand in the place of faith. Help us to stand and hold on to you. Help us to believe because you are the God of miracles, signs, and wonders. Father God, where our faith is limited, open us up, Father God. Strengthen us in those areas, oh God. And help us to see with the eyes of faith where you are taking us. Every limitations we've set for ourselves that has been set against us, every obstacle, hmm, whatever has been placed over us that says we cannot achieve past this, Whatever restrictions has been placed over us, Father God, I'm asking that today that you will tear them all down in the name of Jesus. Hmm. Limitation, Father God, by health, by finances, by opportunities, career opportunities, marital opportunities, Father God. Every limitation, every opportunity that has been capped over our lives, God. Father, I'm asking today that those be teared down in the name of Jesus. By faith, Lord, we are believing in you. By faith, Lord God, we're standing. Knowing in whom we have believed that you are able to do exceedingly abundantly. Knowing that you are with us, you're working everything out for our good. 
Help us to help us to rest assured in you. Help us to be unmovable in our faith, unshakable, grounded in you, Lord God. And we thank you as we begin to see. Father, I see it. I see the endless possibilities with the ministry. Daddy, I see it with my children. I'm giving myself the faith to see. I see it with my children. I see it, Father God, with the marriages. I see it, oh God, with every destiny in this place. The endless possibilities you have. Father, I thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. If you've been blessed, give the Lord a clap offering. Let's bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining our online church. To connect with us, please go to our website, genesislifecenter.com. Please follow us on social media. On Facebook, you can find us under Genesis Life Center. On YouTube, you can find us under Genesis Life Center 01. On Instagram, Genesis Life Center. And on Twitter, Genesis Life Cent. Thank you.